0: just gonna scooch right in here thanks for listening to 15 minutes with fuzz i am your host fuzz martin and each week we explore the good things happening in our area why me no idea i have a microphone and a podcast hosting service that i subscribe to that's it but i do appreciate you listening to the show each and every week if you'd like to help the show, please consider filling out my survey at fuzz.cc slash survey. That is fuzz, f-u-z-z, dot c slash survey. Your answers will help me guide what you hear on this show. This week, I'm joined by Slinger's Village President, Scott Stortz. Scott talks a lot about the new updates and developments happening here in Slinger, and I've been wanting to do this episode for a long time, and it's finally here. And with that, here are 15 minutes on Slinger with Scott Stortz on 15 minutes with Fuzz. President Stortz, thank you for joining me today on 15 Minutes with Fuzz. I appreciate you coming in, and let's start off by letting the listeners know a bit about who you are. So you, uh, obviously, you're the village president and Slinger, but you're the owner of Star Properties. Uh, how long have you been doing that? So I'm
1: in my 32nd year of real estate and uh, started Star Properties about 27 years ago now.
0: Okay. What what do you guys specialize in at Star?
1: We do specialize in residential sales, but we do a fair amount of commercial, depending on the type of commercial, but I would have to say ninety-95% of what we do is residential sales.
0: Have you always been from the Slinger area or or how long have you been in the area? I've been Washington County my
1: whole life. Okay. I grew up in Richfield, went to Hartford High School after my wife and I got married nearly 30 years ago. We are we first settled in Jackson. Which okay, kind of got my taste in local politics. From there we spent some time in Kewascom. And then we moved to Slinger about 13 years ago.
0: So you've touched like everywhere in Washington County, pretty much. Pretty much. Well, welcome to West Bend today. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, how long have you been the village president in Slinger? I'm just finishing
1: up my first term. So I'll be starting my second term in April, assuming I get reelected, which I have a pretty good shot
0: since nobody decided to run against me. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. So were you a trustee before then, or do you just ran right for village president?
1: I went right for village president. It's it's, uh, kind of a an interesting story. I, uh, I had really no intentions. And then I was approached by a couple of community leaders and they mm-hmm. asked me if I'd be willing to come to a meeting because they had uh, found out that Russ Brandt was going to not run again. He was going to retire. And they wanted to kind of form a committee to see who they could identify that maybe they could back, um, mm-hmm. to, 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 take on this, this role. And, uh, lo and behold, all of a sudden, all eyes started to look at me in the room and I kind of felt like, ah, I think somebody's been identified already. Uh, <laughs> so they asked me point blank if that's something I'd consider. They knew my background, a former Washington County Supervisor. I was very involved in in Jackson when I lived there, trustee and whatnot. And I told them, I said, you know what? Give me forty eight hours. I need to talk to my staff and I need to talk to my family. Because mm-hmm. if I don't have the backing of my employees and if I don't have the backing of my family, then I'm not going to do this. And I took the time. I met with all of those folks and a hundred percent said do it. You're the guy. We trust you. We know that there's going to be some tough decisions once in a while, but we've got your back. And with that, I got the green light from the people that are most important in my life. And I threw my hat in the ring.
0: Now you've been the village president for two years. So in that time, what, if, uh, what things have you found joy in as being the village president?
1: I think the number one thing by far is the connections I've made with the residents in Slinger. I've gotten so involved in things like Slinger Kiwanis and Rotary, the museum, uh, on and on and on, uh, music in the park, uh, our park and rec department, everything, just being out and about and meeting people and, and listening. And to me, that's the number one thing. I've It's a constant learning process. It's been really interesting to get a, a deeper dive into budgeting. I mean, I was familiar with it on a county level and when I also was a trustee in Jackson, but as village president, you're, you're in a whole nother level there. Just working with staff, working at high level budgeting, mm-hmm. all of that stuff has been awesome. But connecting with the residents has just been, for me, it's been a blast.
0: So I was able to look at some of the information you put out during the uh, your first State of the Village address, which took place, I believe, in January or February. It was
1: actually my second, but yes. That was your second, yeah. excuse me. Yeah.
0: And the, the most recent one, yeah. there is a lot of good things. There are a lot of good things happening in Slinger right now.
1: Yes, absolutely. Coming from a marketing background, mm-hmm. I kind of feel that one of my number one responsibilities as, as village president is to market the village. We started Discover Slinger magazine, which has been extremely popular. We're coming out with our next issue next month, a Facebook page, which is very active and people seem to love it, revamping our website and go down the list of all mm-hmm. the things that we're doing. But that that's really gotten the ball rolling to get the word out there it's it's made the phone ring it's gotten developers to call us to say hey what is going on over there what are you guys doing it, it is marketing mm-hmm. in a sense it's just different type of marketing and it, it's really caused a buzz and it's really gotten some attention and it's gotten developers to take a closer look at us and meet with us and we're going to see a lot of positive things happen in the next 24 months i
0: believe in slinger Real quick about that Discover Slinger magazine, is that a, are you working with the school on that? Is that what I saw?
1: Yeah, it's a joint venture between us and the Slinger School District. The magazine itself is paid for by the advertisers. Mm-hmm. The, the only cost that we have is just the mailing, and the school district and the, the village share in that. And uh, they get half the magazine, we get half the magazine as a village. And we have interesting articles about what's going on. And then it goes out to every single person in the Slinger School District. So they don't have to live in the village of Slinger. As okay. long as they're in the Slinger School District, that's the mailing list. And then we we print out hundreds of extra copies that we distribute to the businesses in town mm-hmm. where they can hand them out. But it's been really well received. It's it really is a phenomenal magazine.
0: I really think that making the village and making, you know, local municipalities accessible to the constituents is important to, you know, make sure as a democracy that everybody's participating. Kudos to you for connecting that and putting that together. I think that's a great way to get the community involved.
1: Thank you. Not everybody wants to be involved at such a high level, and I get it. We're all busy, but they want to be informed. Mm-hmm. And you've got to inform people in multiple ways. You know, you can't just expect them to drop everything and go to every meeting. So my opinion is, okay, put it on, on social media. Go to the different Things that are going on in the community be accessible to them. Do the magazine, do the social, all that kind of stuff. Everybody has got my personal cell phone number. Mm-hmm. I tell them to use it. Mm-hmm. I want to be as accessible as possible. I with this job comes a responsibility that I don't take lightly. And even if somebody's got to contact me with bad news, that's okay. That's fine. It's all in the delivery. How <laughs> <laughs> you approach me with it.
0: Yeah.
1: But I want. I want to hear it. I want to hear good news too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to be connected. I want people to feel that I'm accessible and that I'm approachable because I am. Mm-hmm. And, and I've spent a lifetime dealing with the public in the type of job that I do. This is not a stretch for me. If I don't know there's a problem, I don't know what to fix. Mm-hmm. So I, I want them to connect. So I appreciate you pointing that out because accessibility, I think for most of us, when it comes to politicians and I'm not a politician, trust me, I'm probably the least political person on the planet as far as I'm concerned, but there's this sense, especially at a national level, that they're greater than thou, mm-hmm. and that's just ridiculous.
0: Agreed. <laughs> um, so let's talk about some of the good things that are happening in Slinger. Just to uh, to put this out there, I know, again, going right back to what you were talking about, finding multiple ways to tell people the good things that are going on, and these episodes where we talk about new developments, new businesses coming into town, those kind of things are always very well received on the show because people love to hear these things and hear them straight from a person who has the knowledge of what's going on. So I just grabbed a list that you had kind of provided some bullet points and I had done some digging in, but I know that one of the first things that you had spoken about in your most recent State of the Village address was the parcel of land down on the corner of 41 and 60. So you can tell us what's kind of happening in that area right now.
1: Yeah, it's about 130 acres. It's on the southwest corner of Highway 41 and Highway 60. We're currently referring referring to it as TID 8. TID is a tax increment district. I won't get into the weeds of what that means because I know it's, it can be confusing. But half of that property is owned by the school district, which I think purchased it maybe 25, 30 years ago with the intent that someday maybe a new school would be built there. And mm-hmm. that did not happen the other half of this land is owned by a private individual and i know over the years and the timing probably wasn't right they they, they really couldn't come to an agreement to sell the, the two parcels had to go together to have any kind of significant value to an to a developer mm-hmm. even about six months before i took office that was number one on my radars to figure that out and i started to meet with developers six months before i was elected mm-hmm. to see what the odds were and i was able to get things moving we started with a developer and about, I don't know, six, eight months into it, we just realized that their vision wasn't the same as the villages. And we decided to pivot and move in another direction. We are now working with a group called Three Leaf Development Catalyst headed by Matt Burrow. And we are coming up with a plan now that is going to be fantastic. Originally, there was going to be a large residential component that is off the map now. Okay. It is going to be the business park that we always wanted. There'll be a strip of commercial along 60 okay, and then everything south of that will be a business park and that's really important to the long-term economics of the village to have those types of businesses there uh, residential is fine but i don't really feel that residential should go into a tid we've got plenty of farm fields in the future that could become a resident you know residential development right so that is what's happening right now there will probably be a, a small component of a 55 plus building because slinger does have an aging population and actually statistically in washington county percentage wise we're one of the older communities in terms of, of age. So we're really, really excited and we're going to have final plans to present to everybody probably in the next, I'm hoping, three to four weeks.
0: Great. Excellent. And that, from what I read, that could bring some significant financial benefits to Slinger as well, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Right now, conservatively, we're looking at about 130 to $150 million
0: worth of value. Wow.
1: So that, to put this in perspective, the total value. Of the village is at about 875 million this one development conservatively will come in at about 130 to 150 the developer tells me that he thinks it could reach as high as 190 million so wow, okay. when you look at the magnitude of this project and what it's going to do to our tax base the other beautiful thing about this is uh, because the vast majority of it is going to be a business park it does not have nearly the significant impact on our police and fire mm-hmm. and DPW and all those other things that a residential development has. So we get the benefit of, of bringing in companies with good paying jobs, mm-hmm. but also with an, a level of value and in increment that doesn't have as much of a drain on our services, right. including the school district. Mm-hmm. So it's really the best of all worlds for us.
0: Right in that same area, you had announced that there's some updates coming to the the off-ramp, like the, the DOT is going to be making some updates. How is that going to affect flow of traffic there?
1: Yeah, with the announcement of this TID, we've really increased our discussions with the DOT about traffic concerns that are already there, mm-hmm. let alone a project. And it's been on the radar, but now it's been expedited. So starting this coming next spring, not mm-hmm. this spring, they're going to be redoing the off-ramp. So if you're going southbound on 41 and getting off on 60, anybody who's ever tried to do that at certain times of day, and especially mm-hmm. turn east to go to Jackson, good luck. They're going to completely remove that off-ramp, rebuild it, and there will be stoplights there now. Okay. So that'll be a huge safety thing. Then as you head east into Slinger, I mean west into Slinger, you'll be a grant, uh, once the development's going, there'll be another set of stoplights Controlled for this new development. Okay. And then the next one is where the quick trip is. And there'll be intersection improvements made there with turn lanes. So by the time this is all done, we're going to have a stretch of road there that is going to be far safer than it's ever been mm-hmm. with controlled lights, turn lanes, and other things. So it's going to be a little messy for a couple of years. But when it's done, it's going to make for a very, well, I shouldn't, I don't know, however say safe, but it's going to be a heck of a lot safer than it is now.
0: Sure, sure. De- definitely an improvement oh. over where things are today. Absolutely. And as always with these kind of road projects, with the West Bend downtown area has the Main Street improvement projects going on, starting here real soon. And that's going to be a mess for a little bit, but that little bit of time that it's a mess is going to improve things so much for people. And I assume this will be the same way with, with that area.
1: You know, it's interesting. Our location is a blessing and a curse. Slinger sits on... Interstate 41. It's not Highway 41. Mm -hmm. It's Interstate 41. Then we have Highway 60, Highway 175, uh, and 167 or 164. So we've got these major roadways that intersect through our village. Most of these are either county or state roads. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people will come to us all the time. When are you going to do this? When you, It's not up to us. Right, We have to work with the DOT or the county or whatever. And so it's a process. One thing that I've learned about government, it, it moves like molasses in February. Mm-hmm. It does not go fast. Mm-hmm. So it's the squeaky wheel gets the grease mm-hmm. and we are, are constantly showing them statistics. And, and so we are finally at the point now where the DOT is really taking an active measurable look at our, especially a stretch of one, our highway 60, from mm-hmm. 41 to 175.
0: So just down a scooch from there, we've yes. got uh, at the corner of 175 and 60. There's a, a new business coming to town at that corner, right?
1: Yeah. That corner, which is the Southeast corner of 175 and 60, a lot of people in town will refer to that corner as the Walgreens corner because mm-hmm. Walgreens originally purchased it. I think it was about 15 years ago. Didn't do anything with it been for sale for quite a while it has now been purchased by an individual who came to us this past fall and did receive permission or you know through a conditional use permit through the planning commission to do a scooters coffee shop and this is not a drive-through this will be an actual coffee shop okay obviously it will have a drive-through but it'll also have interior seating and proposed car wash okay so the hiccup right now of course because it's on highway 6175 is some dot issues oh sure through our conversations with the dot uh, they want Differences done with the entrances and exits to this because of the traffic. Mm-hmm. Well, to complicate things a little bit further, the Kettle Marine Bowling Alley and Slinger just closed. Okay. Purchased by a gentleman, and he wants to redevelop that site. That's going to cause more traffic concerns. Sure. So, right now, we are working through a process because the safety issues that mm-hmm. are going to occur there. On the north side of that lane, uh, 60 is a road called Lose Way. The DOT wants the entrance to the development to be in line. Okay. Beyond that, we feel as village officials with the traffic count, there's a strip mall there. There's going to be these two new developments that it's a huge safety issue. Mm -hmm. So we are actively working right now to obtain a strip of land between these two parcels Mm -hmm. to create an actual roadway, a continuation of lose way to help with all of this development. We're trying to get ahead of it. Unfortunately, we're having some pushback from two of the existing property owners. Sure. So now this is going to end up in the in the court's hands.
0: Okay. Well, we hope that all works out. Um, yeah, I do too. One thing that's very familiar to me, being in the village of Kewaskum is the need for a police, village hall, and library. Can you tell us the current status of your existing? Village operations.
1: Quite a few years ago, there were some facility studies done about our DPW, our village hall, our library needs, and our PD needs. And a report was done, and at that time, the village board decided, I wasn't a part of this decision, that they were just going to address the DPW needs at that point, and they shoe-fitted the DPW on our existing campus with the knowledge and understanding that that's it. There's no more room. We're done. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, by the time that DPW building was built, it was full. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the police department is also an issue. And again, it's it's not so much fighting crime from village residents. It's all the drive-through crime that we deal with based on our location. Mm-hmm. So our police department was originally not designed by a firm that specializes in public safety buildings. That's strike one. Strike two, it was only de- designed with about a, maybe a 20-year use, which I disagree with, but mm-hmm. they should have long-term. Well, through this latest facility study, it was determined that out of moving all of these pieces on the board, the best thing to do would be to move the PD, build a new PD, then take our current building, which houses our current PD and village hall, move the library into there, remodel it eventually, Mm -hmm. and then move the village offices into the old library. We're going that route for two reasons. One, because building a PD is so specialized to remodel a current building Mm -hmm. to make it so specialized would be as much as building a new one. Right. The other problem is then we would be forced to spend 15 plus million dollars first on a library and village hall, which is not our immediate need. Mm -hmm. So we made a decision that if we're going to do this, we're going to do the PD, get that all done and then work on a plan to remodel the other two pieces. So we did contract with a firm they are in the process of working on architectural renderings we will be hiring a construction manager to represent the village and then we will be taking it out for a bid mm-hmm. and then it will come back to the full board to start looking at it as okay now are we ready to do this i believe we are we have worked very closely with ellers and associates mm-hmm. they have a-, a thousand times showed us in a thousand different ways that we can financially do this mm-hmm. so my hope is by fall of this year we will have definitive plans a site And we will be able to break ground in spring of
0: next year. Speaking of making things happen, there are some new developments that are are new businesses that are coming to Slinger in 2023. Can you talk about some of those that are coming to town and where they're going to be?
1: A lot of exciting things in our quote-unquote downtown area, which is not a traditional downtown like you see in West Bend or even Mm Kewaskum or Cedarburg. But we've got a 50-day brewery coming in. They purchased an old church, and they're going to start a project with the interior remodeling. And so they're a brewery. They're going to brew on site. That's very exciting. Mm. They're hoping that maybe by this coming fall, they'll be open for business. Uh, Right down the road from there, we've got the distillery that will be opening here shortly. They're in the process of distilling. So that's kind of cool. And uh, to make it a full trifecta, because we went from beer to (laughs) uh, distillery to winery, Aspen Sky is going to be opening in the next month. And Aspen Sky is an event center. If anybody's familiar with Slinger, where Uptown is, just south of Uptown, they are building a beautiful facility for uh, hosting weddings and whatnot. Plus they will have a, they're going to be making their own wines there, blending wines, and then having like a little wine tasting area in there too. So that's really exciting. Those are three major businesses that are going to be opening this year in town.
0: Scott, this is a ton of great stuff. I appreciate it. I welcome you back to the show and, and we will talk again. All right.
1: I appreciate this opportunity, Fuzz. You are uh Definitely a treasure in this community. I love what you do and, and your promotion of this community. And I'd love an opportunity to come back in the future.
0: Thanks for the kind words. Thank you again to Slinger's Village President, Scott Storts for joining me on today's episode of 15 Minutes with Fuzz. There are a ton of great things happening in Slinger, and it is great to see, or hear, I guess, since you're listening. If you know of some great things happening in your community that you think I should discuss on this show, send me a message. Don't be bashful. Go to 15withfuzz.com or you can email me 15withfuzz at gmail.com. That is 15 spelled out with fuzz at gmail.com. New episodes of the show drop on Tuesdays. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week right here on 15 Minutes with Fuzz.